When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about why becoming obsessed with data could be beneficial not only to your trading, but to your personal finances as well. Thank you guys for joining me once again. Another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, another one on video live. Been trying to do this more and more recently. If you're brand new to the show, do me a favor, leave me a rating, leave me a review if you like what you hear. Also, make sure you take that 10 episode challenge, meaning go back. There's what, almost 800 episodes by now, listen to 10 and see if you find this podcast to be beneficial and valuable to your journey as a trader and just your everyday life journey as well. So the other day, Jason and I were talking on the Trader Coffee Break about data. We're talking about some of the, uh, not some, most of the best investors and traders that we know are obsessed with data, where they're they're always digging in the numbers, they're always analyzing, they're always kind of you know finding any way they can to either gain an edge or really build their edge in the market. And I remember we did a Q and A session the other day. We did like a thousand uh 1000 subscriber special episode where we brought some people in they asked questions and um one of the questions that came in was about trade journaling and tracking trades and we touched on it i said hey you know we we think trade uh journaling your trades data collection is key but i wanted to kind of dig more into that topic because i don't think people realize how key it is to trading success right and I can relate this to personal finances, right? But before we get into that, keeping track of your trading data, keeping track of your trade log is essentially exactly what it sounds like. It means it's as simple as this. Every time you execute a trade, you write it down. It could be in a piece of, on a piece of paper, it could be in a journal, it could be in something electronic, uh, an Excel spreadsheet, it could be something fancy. It doesn't matter how you do it, all that matters is that you do it. Now we can go into many details at another point about how you should do it, what you should be keeping track of, but the point is you need to keep track of your data because if you keep track of your data, if you keep track of your statistics, it's gonna be fresh in your mind. You're also gonna be able to go back and gain some valuable information from it. And I make the comparison to personal finances and I think personal finances is a very good example because let's be honest, right? Most people suck at personal finances. By the way, you want to have your personal finances in order before you get into trading. So if you implement this practice in your personal finances, get that under control and then implement, uh, implement it in your trading, you're going to be on the right track. But most people aren't good with personal finances. Now, it's not really taught in school. It's not really taught by a lot of parents because those parents weren't taught in school. There's this whole kind of generational mess that's going on. But a lot of it is just people are lazy and people aren't doing the small things. So think about your spending habits, for example, right? What do you typically do to track your spending habits, right? Do you log every time you buy something? Do you log it every time a bill comes in? No, right? 
If anything, maybe you check it at the end of the month, that credit card statement comes in, you're like, oh, I owed this much. I don't remember spending that. Maybe you check it at the end of the year. If you're like most people, you probably only check it during tax season, if that, right? If you don't have anything that needs to be deducted, you probably don't even go through it during tax season. So the truth of the matter is, most people never check their personal finances and that's why they get into financial trouble because they don't understand their spending habits, right? Years ago, I read this awesome book called, I'm going to forget it now. I think it was called The Automatic Millionaire by, not Curtis Faith, that's Way of the Turtle. I forgot the name, but if you, you search The Automatic Millionaire, it's a great book. Loaned it to a, lent it to a business partner of mine, never got it back, so I can't show it to you back in the library. But in that book, it, it talked about lots of ways to kind of get your personal finances under control. And one of the simple tactics was running something called uh, the latte factor, the latte experiment. And the latte experiment is basically a, a simple name for track what you're spending each and every day for a certain period of time. And ever since reading that book, it's something that I've implemented in my own life where I'll take like a month out of the year, some random month, and I'll just track everything for a month and I'll see what I'm spending and what my spending habits are. And one of my famous stories for you guys that have been here with the, the Trading Coach podcast for a while or for you guys that have been over at Tier 1 and you, you've been in a live room, it was me catching myself spending $200, <laughs> oh gosh, $200 a month on Midnight Milky Ways, that's the dark chocolate kind, ooh, delicious, um, Baby Bell cheeses, those little cheeses, and Gatorades. And $200 a month, it doesn't. It, it seems like a massive amount, right? I wasn't going in there and buying the whole store at once, but some at some point, I know how it happened, I got into the habit of whenever I drove a certain way, I would stop at the gas station, and it started one time, and I would get this and this and this, right? It'd be like five bucks. And then that once in a every you know, whatever few days habit became an everyday habit. And I didn't even pay attention to it because, you know, it's five bucks a day. Like who's paying attention to that? But it builds up over and over again. And I guarantee if you go and check your credit card statements, you're going to see the same thing. You're going to be like, when did I buy that? How did I spend that? What was I doing here? Right now, if you implement some type of tracking system, some data tracking system into your personal finances, whether again, you're using um, an app on your phone, you're using something like Mint, or maybe you're just, you know, you got an old school little notebook and you're just writing it down. If you pay attention and track what you're spending each and every day, you're going to catch the things that you're spending too much on, right? You're going to say, hey, when did I start doing this? Why am I spending $80 you know, a, a week eating out, right? And if you're someone that wants to kind of reduce your debt, if you're someone that wants to tighten up your personal finances, now you can go through that list and you know exactly what needs to be cut, right? You can't cut bills. You can't cut you know, maybe daycare, certain stuff like that, but you can cut that eating out habit. You can cut that baby bell cheese habit. You can cut the, the money you're spending at the clothing store or the money you're spending on flowers or nails or haircuts or whatever you're needing to do, right? You'll be able to go into those that data and find out what you need to cut. More importantly, you'll also start to establish your norms. You'll know that, hey, every month I spend this on that. Every month I spend that on this, right? One of the things that I do, I don't do it for everything, but I do it with um, my grocery shopping, right? For me, I, I love grocery shopping for many, many reasons. It is some type of um, like meditation for me. I don't know if it's one of the, the few times I, I kind of get away from the kids sometimes, but I love the game of grocery shopping. I love the game of 
buying what we need to buy, but trying to do it for a cheaper price, right? Before inflation went all crazy and doubled my doubled my account, or I should say before kid doubled my account and then before inflation quadrupled it. Um, but I love that game. And one of the things that you can do in grocery shopping, you know, I think another reason I love the game of grocery shopping is when I first got into investing, uh, my mentor was an old school kind of uh, investor where we would literally walk into places. We'd literally go and, you know, look at the shelves in stores and see how many items were there. What are the prices look like? When did they go on sale? I remember counting cars in a parking lot. There was a lot of weird stuff, but it made sense. It was judging supply and demand in the market. So something, a tip, if you want to be really, really detailed with your grocery shopping, right, is you want to establish normal prices for not every product you buy, but let's say certain products that you buy. So if you know you're always buying this thing of chicken or you're always buying milk or bread, for example, those are some of the norms, right? Keep track of what those prices are, right? When does the supermarket sell it for this much? When is it this much? When does it go on sale? And what you'll be able to do is in your mind, or at least in your spreadsheet, you'll be able to know the norms and you'll be able to know when you're getting a deal and when you're not getting a deal. And how can that help you? Well, when you are getting a deal in the store, right, you can buy more. When you aren't getting a deal in the store, you can wait. You cannot buy it until a certain day. Something that I discovered in kind of my supermarket journeys is the days of the week where certain things go on sale. So if I'm buying meat, for example, you know, chicken or ground beef, right? I'm gonna go into the supermarket on a Wednesday because I know they get marked down on a Wednesday. I'm not gonna go into the supermarket on a Sunday because that's when I'm gonna buy them at their highest price. So little things like that can make a massive difference in your spending habits. And especially if you're someone that's trying to kind of cut the cost a little bit and trim down, those are going to be big savings. And the same thing relates to our trading, right? So think about the information that we gain from the supermarket about, you know, when to buy this or when to buy that or when to stay away. The same thing happens in the market, whether we're talking about fundamental news events where you're keeping track of stuff and it's like, hey, I know Thursday unemployment's coming out or ECB pref, uh, press conferences come out or FOMC, uh, FOMC statements come out. I know I want to avoid those days because historically those are days that punish me. Or whether it's a day of the week where it's like, hey, my trading system doesn't perform good on Mondays or doesn't perform good on Friday, so there's no point of trading that day. Or whether it's certain pattern formations or signals in the market where they're on a hot streak or they're on a cold streak or, or, or target ones are performing well, but target twos are performing like poop, right? There's so many figures out there that you can analyze, but if you're not analyzing it, you never, you'll never know, right? You'll never know what's hurting your trading strategy. You'll never know what's performing well in your trading strategy. You'll never know what tweaks to make to avoid drawdowns. You'll never know what tweaks to make to optimize your performance. This is why it's important to track. And if you're not doing it, it's going to be very hard to stay on track as a trader. Trust me. Hope you found value in today's podcast. If you did, hit that like button before heading out. Remember, leave me a rating review on your favorite podcasting app. Also, if you want more of me, I'm all over social media at RTM. And of course, if you're looking to learn how to trade, the best place you can go to is our website, www.tier1trading.com. All right, see you guys in a few days.